Welcome to Movie of the Year. My name's Audrey. I'm Lindsay. And this week we are talking about the movies from the year 2003. We each just ate a box of raisinets. <laughs> we have Diet Cokes. We are sugared up and ready to go. <laughs> so we're sugared up. We're going to do a great episode for half an hour and then we're going to take naps. Also, we fixed our audio because I bought a new MacBook. We fixed it again. Yay, we're back. Lindsay. Yeah. Do you remember where you were in 2003? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Moving along. I mean, I do, but it wasn't anywhere noteworthy. Okay. Why don't you tell me what you were up to and maybe I'll think of something. I was apartment living. I was not going to school because I ran out of financial aid and I was still waiting tables at the Olive Garden. <laughs> Do you have any good stories from the Olive Garden days? I think I've told you before how all the waitresses were really beautiful and... Uh, Unlike you, you had. <laughs> <laughs> pasty hag on a deathbed. They were the kind of girls who would call each other, if, if there are children in the room, have them leave now. <laughs> They would call each other a bitch in a playful way. Yeah. Like, like, got on my way. Bitch. bitch. Like, that kind of stuff. And I just couldn't get there with anybody. But I decided to try, decided to try one day. And there was a girl standing in front of the Compre, which is where we put our orders in. And I was like, get out of my way. I'm going to set you on fire. <laughs> and what happened? She, her name was Brandy. And the look of terror on her face. I'm going to set you on fire. I overshot the mark big time. <laughs> Luckily, my best friend was there that day, and he overheard, and he was like, Audrey, you can't tell people you're going to set them on fire. So, it is okay to call people names, but not don't, okay to threaten their life. Don't threaten arson. Gotcha. They don't like that. I'll remember that for next time. <laughs> next time. Next time it's 2003, and you're waiting tables at the Olive Garden, and you feel left out. When I'm trying to get in on that friend group, I just feel like an outsider. I'm not going to threaten to don't, set them on fire. Don't do that. Also, I like how, so we don't, I'm sure you figured this out by now, but we don't rehearse or make plans. I don't know if you know this. This podcast, but we also know each other's stories because we're best friends. And so I saw this little twinkle in Lindsay's eye and, and she went, do you have any good stories about the Olive Garden? So I could tell immediately that was what I was supposed to leading tell. Leading question. Leading question. So if you're not like me, and you don't remember where you were in the year 2003, I have a little context. That would be me. That would be you. That would be helpful. You don't know where you were. Let me see if I can jog your I memory. I was in a gutter somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. You know? It's all gone. Those were my hooker days. <laughs> my mom told someone I was a hooker this week. I'm in Indianapolis visiting my hometown, live from my sister's apartment. And we ran into an old friend in the Panera, and we were catching up. My mom ran up like a little gnome. With her giant She's like purse. a little redhead sprite. She scampered up and she overheard us talking about what we're up to now. And my mom was like, Audrey's a hooker. And then ran away. <laughs> she disappeared magically. <laughs> Poof. And then a puff of lavender smoke <laughs> appeared and she disappeared. You're not supposed to say hooker. I'm sorry. I was a sex worker in 2003. <laughs> Please be polite, mom. I'm sorry. That's what the problem was that she said that. Right. It's not that it wasn't true. She wasn't politically correct. Bad terminology. Right. 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 <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> We're going to skip the news items and go directly to the top five number one songs from that year. <laughs> Did I say it weird? No, it's just funny. Okay. I don't know. Do you have any guesses about what some of the number one songs number are? Number one songs? 
I told you I was a sex worker. I was not <laughs> part of reality. Sex worker. We've already said the B word in sex worker and hooker. We're going to get in trouble. People are going to stop playing this for their yeah, kindergarten the classes. Better business bureau. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry I'm always making you guess things for fun. It's um, probably not a lot later. of fun for you. <laughs> Especially because you repeatedly try to reiterate the don't the <laughs> Guess though. It'll My be life fun. was a shambles. Why won't you let me forget? John <laughs> uh, <Dawn> Denver. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you need okay. a bottle? It's okay. I don't know. <laughs> oh, so sorry. I'll, I'll just sorry. tell you. I'll skip the mind game. Don't be sorry. In the club by 50 Cent. Ignition by R. <laughs> Kelly. You're yeah. looking at me for like visual approval that Blank I know. Slate. And I'm just like. Little blinks. Dead eyes. <laughs> Next. Get Busy by Sean Paul. Nope. Crazy in Love by Beyonce. I know that one. Yay. Why do you know that one? Is it because of Bridget Jones? Uh, <laughs> you don't know who Bridget Jones is? Who's Have that? you fallen recently? <laughs> I told you what 2003 was like for me. <laughs> and When I'm Gone by Three Doors Down. Uh-uh. Yep, uh-uh. Not me either. I'm with you on that one. I'm like, what? I remember them always being in town a lot, though. Like on X103, be like, with Three Doors Down. Like the <laughs> radio team. Would be Sail at Goodwill today. Their concert every two months. <laughs> With three doors down. And Hooba Stank. <laughs> How old are I they? I forgot about Hooba Stank. Old? <laughs> I think that's the right era. I think Three Doors Down did that song Kryptonite. I don't know. It's like <laughs> Another screaming in straight. It's like the void. <laughs> okay, this is out of control. I'm going to very quickly tell you the top five number one highest grossing films of 2003. Ready? Go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, except there's immediately a problem because <laughs> on Wikipedia, it said the number one highest grossing film of 2003 was Lord of the Rings, The Two Towers. But this is the year that Return of the King came out. Oh. So, confusement. Good job, Wikipedia. But movies two through five are Just Married, Kangaroo Jack, Darkness Falls, and The Recruit. What? I know. I only recognize Two of those titles. Just Married and Kangaroo Jack, right? Yeah. Same. And they're terrible. So maybe maybe something happened to all of America that year because I don't remember those either. <laughs> we were all, we all drank something. <laughs> they sent out some kind of a pulse signal via satellite. <laughs> forget. 2003 was a wash. <laughs> we'll forget. You had your earphones in at the time. Tra la la la. <laughs> Listening to Hooba Stank. Boy, I love that song. I remember everything. <laughs> All right, is it my turn? It is. Do you have any movies set in 2003? No, I didn't do my assignment. Oh, really? I misunderstood the assignment. I'm the world's largest ball of twine. Of course I do. Um, here's some movies set in 2003. Whoops, I'm on the wrong page. <laughs> And again, I say, are you recently concussed? I stared, <laughs> staring at it really hard. You were. This doesn't look familiar. 127 Hours. Do you remember that movie? Yes. Yes. Before Sunset. Mm-hmm. Link Letter. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lady Bird. Uh, and The Social Network. Okay. In the end. I like The Social Network. I love The Social Network. And I love bit. the score. Yes. Love it. Daniel Pemberton. Oh, I thought it was Trent Reznor. Oh, I think you're right. 
Oh. I think I'm thinking of the Steve Jobs score. They're very similar, and yeah. I have them, like, on a playlist together on Spotify, so. Yeah, of course. I have a reason. I'm not a moron. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Score Weekly calls this podcast the worst. Avoid at all costs. <laughs> Misinformation, <laughs> left and right. <laughs> okay. Are well, you ready to get into our categories? Yeah, I think so. Really quick for the listeners, if you're new... Let's talk about what the categories are. And by let's talk about, I mean, I'll just tell you real fast. <laughs> I need to breathe. I'm very nervous. I'm all sugared up from those raisinets. Need to breathe. That was another one of those bands. Oh. oh Lindsay, nice. please. <laughs> Once you get on a roll, you're like Rain Man, but with associations. <laughs> you're, you're crazy. <laughs> you look like Dustin Hoffman. That was my subtle way of telling you. Joke's on you. I take that as a compliment. (laughs) I find him very attractive. I don't. Joke on a (laughs) rise. Okay. Once again. Say it again really loud. Once again. (laughs) Our categories are favorite movie, prestige pick, best song, best poster, most traumatic movie, guilty pleasure, most influential, confession, which is the movie we're embarrassed we haven't seen, worst movie, can't believe it didn't make our list. And then we like to tell a movie story or talk about a movie crush. That's right, Audrey. Sometimes we do a little trivia. Sometimes. That being said, I am so curious about what your favorite movie of 2003 was. My favorite movie was Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. I am very surprised by that. I like thirds. Wow. I like every third movie. Not every third. That's not the way you say it. <laughs> I like the third movie. I tend to like... Rain Man, I tell uh, you. <laughs> I only go see every third movie. <laughs> Ten minutes to Wapner. <laughs> I, I tend to enjoy the third movie in a trilogy. Tell me why. You like Back to the Future 3? I mean, the best? Mm-hmm. Your face. <laughs> Anik. I said ten. I didn't say always. <laughs> It kind of wraps everything up, and yeah, I, I don't know. I just like them. I don't know. Okay. God, get off me back. <laughs> I'm very sorry for pressing the issue. Okay, what was your favorite? <laughs> um, Pirates of the Caribbean, Curse of the Black Pearl. Really? Truly. I know. I had to be honest. I was surprised by that. I, I thought you might be. So, which one is that? It's the first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. The original with Jeffrey oh, Rush. And yeah. That was a good one. It was a great one. And I was really excited about that movie. I would go to the Ball State University Library because this is before the era where I had my own computer. (laughs) And I would look on like Ain't It Cool News and Pirates of the Caribbean. The movie had a website and there was like concept art. I was so psyched for this movie months before it happened. That's awesome. I also wanted Keira Knightley's undergarments in that movie. When they make her walk the plank, I wanted that to be my wedding dress. Oh. But it wasn't. Oh, you're crazy. I, t- I jumped out on that dream because <laughs> everybody would have thought that was real weird. I really actually enjoy Kira Knightley. Me too. I, I like her. I think she's great. I do too. I think, I don't know. I think there's a lot of like, um, 
God, why can't I ever think it's of okay. words? God, hey. <laughs> take your time, Chris Farley. Because of your frustration with yourself, not any other reason. <laughs> You're fat. You're oh. a fat, fat man. <laughs> There's a lot of division between people that like her. I don't. I quit. <laughs> all we have to do is tell the truth. That's all we have to remember when we're podcasting. I, I thought this was a huge debut for her and it was a great role. And to be able to be cast in a movie like this and like hold your own against Jeffrey Rush, like <laughs> good job. Mm-hmm. And that sounded sarcastic, but I meant good it. Good job. <laughs> and I, I didn't know that I knew her, but like when she came out in this, I went back. She was a, one of Natalie Portman's body doubles in Star Wars movies. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, that. wow, that's quite the jump. Was this before or after Domino, 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 Hall? This was right Hall. before. Okay. I only know that because in the behind the scenes footage for the second movie, she has the Domino Harvey haircut. Oh, okay. What was your prestige pick for 2003? Lost in Translation by Sofia Coppola. I knew it. Did you know it? I did. Why did you know it? Because I just know you. <laughs> Because this is one of those movies that it's hard for me to talk about because I love it so much that it's embarrassing and sycophantic when I'm like, oh, Sydney, oh, I've been learning. Try to do it in 20 words or less. Uh, Panic. (laughs) I can't count and think at the same time. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) The emotions it evokes resonate. The, The technique Coppola uses impresses. Five more. You gave me 20. I'm only on 10. No, that was 15. Oh, shoot. Wasn't it? I don't know. Five more. <laughs> it is just so good. <laughs> good job. Thank you. That was very... You showed a lot of restraint. <laughs> I sounded like an insane person. It is <laughs> just so good. William Shatner reviews movies. I really like that movie, too. It does a really good job portraying isolation. Mm-hmm. And it's I to me, it's like a movie about why you have to follow your gut. You just want somebody... To, to find you and whisper in your ear the right thing to do, you right. know? And telling you you're okay. You're not hopeless. Yeah. Everything's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. What was your prestige pick? Big Fish. Good choice. Thanks, man. Underrated and little discussed Tim Burton movie. Go. It just, I remember it just really moving. It's very visually stunning, mm-hmm. um, artful, and just the story between father and son. It's a story about a storyteller. I watched it a lot. Did you? I did. Hey, Lindsay. Hey. What was the best song from a movie in 2003, <laughs> in your opinion? Man of the Hour, also from Big Fish. Yes. By Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. <laughs> what about yours? Okay, I'm nervous to say this. Why? It took me a really long time to find it. And do you remember that sketch where Chris Farley is on a Japanese game show? Me, of course. This is how it's going to sound when I try to say this. Quacky, syrupy, meek. I'm very sorry for all the things I'm about to say wrong. <laughs> but here we go. It's from Kill Bill, and it's not a song on the soundtrack. It's Haifuku Suaru Kizu by Salyu Kwaki Serpiniku. Kwaki Serpiniku. It's the song that is playing when she finds Hattori Hanzo's swords up in his attic. Mm-hmm. And it it's like that song cuts straight to my soul. The song, the scene, everything. No pun intended. I, oh, that was an accident. <laughs> no pun intended. What a delightful mistake. <laughs> what was your most traumatic 
Amaya 2, Open Range, and Jeepers Creepers 2. <laughs> Face palm. <laughs> the monster in that movie is terrifying. I can honestly say I've never seen either of those movies. Jeepers Creepers 1 or 2. I actually like 2 better than I like 1. Mm -hmm. I love a lifeboat movie, and in 2, a bunch of high school kids get stuck on a bus. Oh. And the monster, like, stalks them around the bus. So it's kind of jawsy in that fun yeah. monster way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're sick. <laughs> no, I agree. It makes it more suspenseful. It's like the perfect Sunday afternoon or Saturday afternoon matinee. Like, it's on what TV a lot, so if you find it, it's fun to curl up. <laughs> Get scared. Jeepers Scrapers. <laughs> Going to a theater near you. <laughs> My most dramatic was House of Sand and Fog. That movie I have not seen it. wrecked me. Why? Do you want to know the ending? Wait, let me guess. Does Ben Kingsley die? Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I still have the image in my brain. I can't get rid of it. So there's this, like, dispute between him and Jennifer Connelly. It's, I think she used to be a drug addict and an alcoholic. And they live in the same neighborhood. And there's this whole dispute. And it, 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 the movie's a lot about people that are just in despair and trying to survive. And he has this family that he works like a million jobs to try to make ends meet while they live in America. He has a son and a wife. Where's he from in the movie? I don't know. I can't remember. It's been a long time. I think I saw it one time when it came out because <laughs> it was so <clears throat> devastating. So long story short, his son accidentally gets shot by the police. Oh, no. And he's so devastated that he laces his wife's tea with poison. <gasps> she dies. Then he lays her on the bed, holds her hand, and suffocates himself. And I will never be able to get the image of that out of my head. It's horrifying. It is the most devastating thing I've ever seen. It's so sad. That makes me sad and angry. I know. You have the right to take your wife's life just because you don't know how to go on. Right? That's murder. I'm and I mad think, at Ben Kingsley. Well, I think, too, that it alludes to, like, I think she kind of knows but, but oh. still, oh. like, she's not like, hey, why don't you poison my tea? But, like, when he offers her the <laughs> More tea. tea, mom. <laughs> when he offers her the tea, she, it's like, you get the feeling, like, she knows. Anyway, it's really sad. That is really sad. This was a really it. hard category. <laughs> All right, what's your guilty pleasure? Haunted Mansion. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Lost in Translation. Haunted Mansion. I loved it. I don't care. Wait a minute. Why is it your guilty pleasure? Because it's bad. I know. I know. <laughs> that was sarcasm. I mean, you know what, though? It's for kids. And why it? can't there be a movie for kids? I don't know. Why can't there? I guess it was one of those movies that I was real hyped for. And I was like, I can't wait. And then it was a little disappointing. But a little? I still, I just, I love the Haunted Mansion so much. I and know. You wanted it to be... What it's like to be on the ride. Yeah. And I have a theory. Guillermo del Toro was attached to do the Haunted Mansion movie for a really, really, really long time. Then he was mysteriously off the project. And then he made Crimson Peak. And Crimson Peak is basically, I think, what his pitch for the Haunted Mansion movie was. And I think mm -hmm. Disney was like, no effing way, <laughs> sir. And he was like, fine, I quit. I'm going to go make this one. <laughs> and it's like one of those movies that every couple years you hear... It's going to happen again. I think you should do the reboot. Oh, me too. You could do it. It would be good. 
That would be a dream. You know that ride, like the back of your hand. There's a reason I moved to Orlando, Florida. When I ride it with you, it's like, hey, Audrey. Trivia, 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 trivia. And then when you come around to, like, the woman, you're like, do you know that's Eleanor Audley? <laughs> like, yes, Audrey. Voice of the stepmother from Cinderella. <laughs> and also, shut up! Punch. <laughs> no, actually, I really find it quite enchanting. What was the yours? only thing I hate about that ride is the... It, it seems out of place. Is the... Uh, the bride... Oh, that's because that was an update. Oh, it looks out of place. Yeah. And then at the end when she's like, Constance. Uh, yeah. It's so weird. The end, like the very end? Well, the end, but then when she's up at the top. Oh, that's little Leota. That's Madame Leota. Oh. I get oh, confused. Excuse me, but that's Madame Leota, not Constance Hatchaway. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought they were the same thing. <gasps> no. Oh. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, I don't like either one of them. <laughs> they need to get off How this ride. How dare you? <laughs> Scare me. Aw. <laughs> Moving on. Um, my guilty pleasure was love, actually. Although, hmm. I do not actually consider that Why a guilty pleasure. Why do you put it in that category? Because it didn't fit anywhere else. And people say, like, that's not a good movie. You shouldn't like it. Yeah. It started with Lindy West's. Yeah. Hilarious written takedown oh, of the movie. Albeit inaccurate. It is very funny. She's wrong, but it's funny. I just... I love that movie also. It's a also. fun movie. It is. It's a good Christmas movie. A lot of British people hate that movie also. Why? I've had arguments with British people over that movie. Um, They don't like Richard Curtis in general. I do. I do. I wonder if Richard Curtis is like their Michael Bay. <laughs> Maybe. Stop making us look charming and helpless. <laughs> Oh, that was my British person impression. I thought it was Hugh oh. Grant, so you did a good job. Oh, well, it was. <laughs> also, I love Colin Firth, and I will watch almost anything that he's in. I'm glad for you that you like him. Good for you. I want to support you. Mm. <laughs> All right. What was your most influential? Kill Bill. I feel like we've already talked about it, so I don't want to go on and on. But Mine was Big Fish. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so it's funny how we're exactly the same, but in slightly different ways. Oh my god, you're, you're exactly, exactly the same. same. Do you have anything else you want to say about it? Nope. Nope. I feel like I said all I can say. <laughs> what is your confession movie from 2003? Okay, this is so funny. I'm dumb. I wrote a movie I thought I hadn't seen, and then later, like 10 minutes later, I remembered that I'd seen it. <laughs> So what did I don't you write? have one. What did you write? Monster. Oh, with Charlize Theron mm-hmm. and Christina, Christina Ricci. Ricci. Mm-hmm. Christina Ricci. I was like, oh yeah, Monster. I've heard that's a good one. And then like 10 minutes later, I was like, wait. Why do you think you didn't remember that you saw it? I don't know. Well, <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. Well, we, <laughs> you've had plenty of examples of how my mind works. So... Slowly going senile. My Lindsay Glover. <laughs> what about your? I didn't. I couldn't find one. I'd either seen all of these or none of them. Like rang out as one that I felt bad about not having seen because they were so terrible. Well, mine was Sea Biscuit, but I don't feel bad that I haven't seen that. You should. I just feel like everybody makes. I feel like people make a lot of Sea Biscuit jokes. Really? Yeah. What kind of crowd are you <laughs> hanging out with? Um, oh, let's see, horse jockeys, Tobey Maguire fans, <laughs> people who like crackers. 
I don't know. Can't figure it out. 1930s. Time travelers. I'm not that sleep ass kidney's right. Oh, I lost it. Oh. It's, you should see it. It's really good. Should I? Mm Mm-hmm. I don't think I like Tobey Maguire very much. All right, let's break this one down. (laughs) I don't know why. How has he wronged you in some way? (laughs) Was it Spider-Man 3? Yeah. Okay. He broke my damn heart. Yeah, I know. I said the D word on top of all the other controversial things I've said. It's not coming out. (laughs) But that's not his fault. (laughs) I don't know why. Was he under contract? I have an irrational dislike of him. And it's not fair, and I know that I'm wrong. I just feel like someday something's going to come out about how he was a horrible person. (laughs) I don't know why. Well, you should see that movie because the horse is beautiful and Elizabeth Banks is really good. I know what it is. What? I hate horse racing. Because you think it's... And I hold Tobey Maguire personally responsible. (laughs) Durr. I've never known somebody who doesn't know their own mind as much as I don't know. I'll be like, I have a very strong feeling, but I don't know why. And I have to figure it out. Like, it's a game of Clue. It's like a maze in there. (sighs) Exhausting. Well, whatever. Do whatever you want. I don't care. (laughs) See it, don't see it. I don't give a crap. Not gonna see it. Fine. I don't like racing. Um, What was the worst movie of 2003? Uh, I had a tie. Tomb Raider, the Cradle of Six-way tie. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I did have a hard time narrowing it down this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I was deeply disappointed in the Cradle of Life. We're, we were just watching. It was on the other day, and I was having a little meltdown. And the scene where they like jump off the ledge and Ugh. have like the weird thing, and I was just like you mesmerized, this- <laughs> but in a like very. You made this face like you thought it was really bad, but you didn't want me to know that you thought it was bad. And I was like, it's okay. I know it's dumb. (laughs) And then I went on a whole rant about how much I hate Yom de Bont. It's bad. They took a perfectly viable property with an excellent cast, and they put it in the toilet. Wasn't he also in charge of Speed 2 Cruise Control? Yeah, he was. Who Once again. thought it was a good idea to give him that sequel? Once again. He put him on a boat. She punches a shark. He put him on a boat. She punches a shark. Put him on a boat. I've got an idea for the second speed movie. <laughs> I think it should be about another vehicle going too fast. My fantasy has always been to punch a shark. I've always wanted to see Sandra Bullock on a cruise ship. <laughs> Keanu Reeves was like, hell no. I quit forever. And Sandra was like, I need to pay the bills. Yan, they don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really mad at him and I hold him personally responsible. Do you, you know should. how much had to go wrong for that movie to be bad? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. A and lot he did all of the things. Although there are some cool scenes. Although. <laughs> <laughs> Although I still own it and I watch it every Tuesday. No take back. You no, I hate it. said what you said. The second one was League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Oh, yes. Because that should have been good also. But it was not. <laughs> it was very much not. <laughs> and I was really hyped for that movie. I know. I know, honey. It was sad, too. Why was it sad? I think we could all tell that... Sean Connery. Yeah. The floor was on fire. He, he was like... Please stop saying that. He, he was done, and it was obvious. I think they do that movie on... 
How did this get made? They do. And they talk about how he was like, whatever. He phoned it in. He really looked finished. Yeah. Between that and them taking the Nautilus to the canals of Venice, like. Yeah, that really pissed me off. Back then, I wasn't very, like, I didn't care that much. Are you being mocking me? (laughs) I don't know what that means. (laughs) It took me so long to figure out that you were mocking me. I just don't know what that means. I'll tell you, <laughs> the Nautilus would not fit in the canals of Venice. The Nautilus is the vehicle from 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea. Oh, right, 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 right. Fool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I feel like that's the first, I feel like we're finally just clicking in and warming up, and it's the end of the episode. <laughs> no, it's not. We still have plenty of time. Can we tell everyone in the Instagram <laughs> post? <laughs> I don't know how this computer works. I Twitter not. Uh, you have your notifications set up. I don't like that. <laughs> so irritating. Oh, I'm so put out by this brand new MacBook. <laughs> uh, anyway, what were your worst movies of that year? Wait. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh yeah, I was just explaining that the Nautilus wouldn't fit into the canals of Venice, and that was like a big action set piece, and mm-hmm. at that era of my life I wasn't big on like pointing out flaws but that was a big enough flaw that it took me out of the story okay I think I fell asleep during this movie I was like the (laughs) Nautilus would rip up the streets of Venice (laughs) it really took me out of that story (laughs) that's a really good comic of course of course it is (laughs) continuing to patronize me no that really pissed me off. Yeah, that really pissed me off. <laughs> the funny thing is, you just kept going. I didn't notice it. You were like, yeah, so. I knew you would hate that also. <laughs> it was funny. <laughs> For my own amusement. <laughs> Mine was stuck on you. Oh, was that this year? I used to glaze right over. Okay, wait. That was. Let me see if I can remember this right. Don't correct me if I'm wrong. Greg Kinnear and Matt Damon. What was he thinking? <laughs> Playing conjoined twins. Yes. Because there's nothing funnier than mocking conjoined twins. What were either one of them thinking? How? The Fairly Brothers. Yes. Well, then that's what they were thinking. The Fairly Brothers rake it in at the box office. But they didn't. Well, this might have been the first time. I mean. How did you get the beans? About did the they plank? not read the script? <laughs> Listen, I've got a really great idea. It's going to be a movie about conjoined twins. It's also going to be completely improvised. There is no script. Oh, I didn't know that that was... I've never seen it, so... No, I'm just making a joke. It had a script, I'm sure. I'm just like, how could you read that and not be like, you know what? Maybe, Maybe let's not. You know what? (laughs) Never mind. Every time I see or hear anything about the movie Stuck on You, which isn't very often. I instantly think of that. <laughs> Every day. All the times I hear about it. I think of George Harrison's I've Got My Mindset on You. I think of I'm So Happy to Be Stuck With You. Have you seen it? Yes. Is it? Tell me what you remember about it. I was just in utter like disbelief because it was so, so, so bad. Really? Yes. So I don't remember any details. You've the, locked it out. The fugue, fugue state. I hate Don't your mic. Don't tell anyone. It's controversial. Why do you hate him? 
This is Ben Affleck's best friend. I think it's something about his face. Wait, wait, let's break this down. <laughs> you should start a movie therapy. We should do movie therapy, the live show. Hmm. Why do you hate him? Because he won best screenplay at a young age. There you go. <laughs> I knew it. There was something. It's a jealousy-based hatred. No. <laughs> I won't see Lady Bird, even though it's a phenomenal film. I wanted to make a coming of age, though, as though only one right. woman could make a coming of age story. She made me do it. I think I even said she beat me to it you at did. the beginning of the spot. You did. You said it also, like, when it came out, too. Uh, um, Twitter. What were the movies or movie that you can't believe didn't make your list? Um, Elf. Me too. Great movie. So good. Saw it four times in the theater. So funny. I kept taking people to see it. I saw it by myself, and then I took my friend Lauren, and then I took my dad. You know what? We might have gone together. We might have. You're a cotton-headed ninny muggins. <laughs> what was your biggest laugh in Elf? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Um, that was an oddly specific. Um, and she's checked out. You stared off into the middle. You, your body language, you like leaned away from me and shoulder blocked me. And stared over on the other side of the room. I'll just tell you mine so that. No, 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 no. I can do it. I can do it. <laughs> the scene where he eats the cotton balls. Yes. It's very funny. And the scene where he's like, you did it. World's best cup of coffee. Great job. And. There's lots. What was yours? My biggest laugh was my finger has a heartbeat. Finger has a heartbeat. Every time I saw that in the theater, I would laugh so hard <laughs> that I would hurt my stomach. <laughs> and I remember getting odd looks. To this day, I don't know what tickles me so about that line. Also, when they're like, my body. Or whatever <laughs> he says. Hope you find your dad. Just John Favreau. Being amazing. Mm-hmm. I really love that guy. So, you know, why do I love some people? For being successful. Because they didn't offend you in some <laughs> way. Others. <laughs> I just, I'm so grateful to John Favreau for bringing us Iron Man and therefore all the rest of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Zone out. <laughs> you started drawing notes on your notebook. <laughs> I was just making marks. Um, I also put School of Rock. Yes. Because I love it and I'm unashamed and Joan Cusack. You shouldn't be. And Richard Linkletter. Ashamed. And Identity is my last one. That's a good one. It's a great one. That was a popcorn thrower for me. Yes. You know? It was surprising. Yeah. I like the surprise at the end. <laughs> what, were, what movie were we talking about when you were laughing about? Oh, oh Fight Club. <laughs> we laughed for like 20 minutes after because you were like, I'm an idiot. I like the surprise. Oh, God, what have I said? Surprise, you have a mental illness. <laughs> surprise, you have disassociative identity disorder. That was it. <laughs> Mine were Elf, Kill Bill. I love Kill Bill. And I really like Cold Mountain. I didn't see it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I take that back. I ran across it. Are you busy? <laughs> Do you need a minute? <laughs> My ear was really itchy. Like that one Hobbit from the beginning of The Hobbit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go um, ahead. I ran across one scene on TV one day, and it was the most horrific thing I have ever seen. They ate Natalie Portman's baby. 
Oh, they ate. I forgot about that. Her baby. So I will never watch that. Maybe movie. I'll just check that one off. <laughs> I just really like the. I didn't mean to shame you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. Let me explain. <laughs> you are sick. I forgot about that part. Actually, you probably blocked it out. I went to the bathroom. <laughs> never saw it. Um. Did you have anything else? Like a list of other movies? The Ping movies that ping on your list? Oh. Um, you're looking at me so confused. <laughs> well, you were, you were doing a I thing with your hands that didn't explain what you were saying. <laughs> well, the movies that... Okay, so when we go through IMDb's <laughs> top 100... Lindsay's massaging her face because it hurts from laughing. <laughs> Um, when we go through IMDb's top 100 movies of every year, we write down all the movies, and then we fill in our categories from that list. So here are some movies that didn't make any of my categories. Um, Love Actually. Before you start. Oh. Oh. There's a problem with IMDb. Major problem. Because at the top of this list, <laughs> I'm convinced that Tommy Wiseau hacked the system. Hacked. <laughs> Pack the system. I'm going to say it and demonstrate it. <laughs> and put his movie at the top because it was at the top. The Room is the number the one movie for 2003. And you know that only happened in the last few years when it became. There were literally no statistics. There was not like it's gross. Um, well, this is the first time that I noticed IMDb's system is vote based. Yeah, I didn't really notice that. Because we were trying to figure this mystery out. And we were like, no, The Room is not the number one no. movie from 2003. And then at the bottom, it's like, votes. I always thought it was based on how much the movie made. I thought that as well. Which only goes to show how much we don't research the structure of our own <laughs> podcast. Well, we even noticed a few years back. I mean, and by years, I mean episodes. Yeah. Back that some of our very favorite movies weren't like... On the first two pages. They don't even show up, which right. is weird. Very weird. Because whatever we like, everybody I else I understand likes. why everyone else in America is wrong about this thing, I but think. But that was an anomaly. Yeah. The room. Mm -hmm. Anyway, go ahead. No, no. Oh, well, okay. So I wrote Love Actually, Mystic River, Big Fish. But we kind of talked about those. I also wrote Bruce Almighty. I'm not sorry. <laughs> it's okay. I really liked that movie when it came Did out. Did you like Evan Almighty? Steve Carell. <laughs> oh, Evan Almighty. <laughs> that quote from Between Two Birds. I wrote down Freddy versus Jason. <laughs> My favorite Lindsay quote, don't they verse each other later. <laughs> I wrote down. Oh my God. <laughs> Although to be fair, that was about Alien versus Predator. Still, it fits. I wrote down Mona Lisa Smile. I love that movie. I wrote down Charlie's Angels Full Throttle. I wrote down a lot of those too. I put, um, I put Finding Nemo, even though it's really sad. It is sad. It's a very, it's a beautiful movie, but it's super sad. I wrote down oh. Finding Nemo, but I scratched it out. <laughs> well, that part's not sad. <laughs> That's funny. The good part. Um, Mystic River. <laughs> that was, mm. Mm. girl, it's upsetting. Upsetting. Yeah. Uh, Lost in Translation. School I also wrote down a movie called Timeline. What's that? Oh, did I interrupt you? Yeah. I'm so sorry. I thought you were done. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm a bad person. No, you're not. I, I... <laughs> There's a movie called Timeline about a team of archaeologists who go back in time. It's got Gerard, it's got Gerard Butler in it. It's got Gerard Butler in it. 
if you wanted to know what the quality level was. Just FYI, it's Gerard. Sorry, Gerard. <laughs> Gerard. Sorry, Jerry. Oh, Jerry Butler. <laughs> and then I had a little note here next to Freddie versus Jason that says Freddie did an album. <laughs> you made a joke where you were pretending to be Freddie Krueger singing a song, and I said Freddie did an album, and you thought I was kidding. Right. But I wasn't. <laughs> so he really did an album. He did. I don't Freddy know anything Kruger. else about it. But yeah. Freddie Krueger, they capitalized every way they could. <laughs> Ten ways from Sunday they made money on that character. <laughs> That's very weird. And those are all the movies that I wrote down that didn't make a category. Very good. How about you? <laughs> After I've interrupted you. <laughs> well, we can edit that out. Uh, Finding Nemo. Cold Mountain. Wait, I already said that. Stop talking about Cold Mountain. It's cold Mountain, Cold Mountain, Cold Mountain. Also Cold Mountain. I literally right now just noticed you're like twice as far away from the microphone as I am. I think it'll be okay. okay. I think it'll be okay. <laughs> Scoots in. Uh, Lost in Translation, School of Rock. All those are in 10 days. Um, what did you say? Sp- Wait, go back. What was that? <laughs> One more time. I was going to say, I'm going to need you to just one final time <laughs> slow that down. How to lose a guy in 10 days. <laughs> Lindsay, talk about it. It's one of those movies that you just watch when it comes on cable. Mm-hmm. And there was a time in my life mm-hmm. when I was a very sad person. And it made me happy. This movie helped you through a hard time? I liked Kate Hudson. Okay. I, sh- I will not tease okay. you about it. <laughs> I'll curl up on the couch and watch How to Lose <laughs> That's how you have to say it. Because <laughs> I think she's a really funny comedian. She is funny and beautiful. Very beautiful. So. So. <laughs> I'm very, very defensive. How do you feel about Matthew McConaughey in that movie? Mm. Mm. Uh... He always looks like he's just eating Texas toast to me. <laughs> what does that look like? you know how when you eat Texas toast, it leaves that buttery film on your lips and mouth? <laughs> I just, I don't know. That's all I can say. I mean, honestly, the movie's terrible. Like, now that I'm thinking back and, like, hearing in my head some of the dialogue, like, it's terrible. Yeah, but... And, like, the... The thing where he's, like, at the end, he's trying to do the diamond campaign, and he's like, frost yourself. <laughs> like, that is terrible. But I think she's very funny. You know what? If that movie had been made in the 80s and we saw it when we were kids, like, you wouldn't even feel ashamed at all. That's so true. don't feel ashamed now. Your overboard is some, like, early 20-somethings how to lose a guy in 10 days right now. That's true. Just enjoy. That's like, true. I'm sorry that I joke shamed you, you no, about you did. it. You did. I did. It was funny, though. I fully intended to shame you. Can you say that again? I just like to tease you when you're so obviously embarrassed. <laughs> How did you know I was embarrassed? Peter Gallagher. He's <laughs> <Again>, Um. Anyways, I agree with you on Mona Lisa's smile. I just love all the costumes and, oh, I love it. There's this scene. There's this one moment. In Mona Lisa Smile that wrecks me. Is it with um, the girl from... Uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Oh, no. It's the moment where Kirst- 
Kristen. Kristen Dunst. <laughs> Kristen. It's the moment where that girl from Spider-Man is crying and yelling. <laughs> and she's judging Maggie Gyllenhaal because Maggie Gyllenhaal is in an affair with a married man. She should be judging. It's fine. Please, church people, don't be mad at me. And it's not fine to judge other people. <laughs> and she's going on and on. And Maggie Gyllenhaal realizes that she's projecting. And so she just embraces Aww. Kirsten Kristen Dunst in this fierce hug. And Kirsten Kristen starts to weep because her own marriage is a sham basically. Mm-hmm. And she's very sad. And it's, it's <clears throat> that moment. It just, it was it's so good. I also really love the little dark haired girl. What is her name? Tiny face. Yeah. She's really once upon a time. Yes. Yeah. Jennifer, Jennifer Goodwin. There it is. Um, I was going to say Jennifer Gerard. I <laughs> one track mine. Jenny Gerard, Jenny, Jerry, Jenny Butler. <laughs> um, just how her, like, she feels like that she's not good enough for that boy to like her. And, oh, I just, that breaks my heart. Um, I made a note that this version of T- Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> Texas Toast Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> film. Um, I genuinely, like, I usually, with horror movies and whatever, I'm usually really rooting for the final girl. And I was just like, eh. <laughs> she can just die. I don't care. It's fine. Who, what version was this? This was Jessica Biel. Oh, I get it. I thought it might have been the Matthew McConaughey or Renee Zellweger version. Texas Toast. <laughs> Texas Toast, James on that they, I think that was in like 1990. <laughs> I feel really bad for saying that about Matthew McConaughey. You look like you've just eaten Texas <laughs> Toast. <laughs> He's very handsome. I he would never even I just I feel bad. I'm really sorry, Matthew. Maybe we can figure out. <laughs> I'm really sorry, okay? We both know that I'm projecting because I feel ugly and you're a handsome movie star, and so I'm having to take you down a notch. It's fine. We all know what's happening here. Nerd girl perfect perfect protect herself. <laughs> Um, anyway, I also put Charlie's Angels, and I don't really like this movie, but one scene in it that I laughed hysterically, and what? something's got to give, <laughs> when she's standing in the doorway, and he accidentally sees her, and she's naked, and she Diane Keaton's all over the place. What do you mean Diane Keaton? Well, you know how she does, where her hair goes everywhere. Oh, it's and Diane she, Keaton. Yeah. Okay, I thought this was the Greg Kinnear, Jack Nicholson dog down the mail shoot movie oh that was like (laughs) what movie is that 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 is gotta give no it's not we just talked about it i know that's why i'm having a problem as good as it gets there it is is this also mike nichols no this is uh Beautiful, rich people. Nancy Myers. Thank you. Um, Nancy Myers. <laughs> the body language you did to indicate Beautiful, huge kitchen told me everything I needed to know. Kitchens. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's standing in the doorway and she's like, oh, oh, it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. I love Diane it. Keaton stresses me out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I quit. I just have to stop talking about celebrities. I don't like anything or anyone. I do like her. I think she's really funny. I think maybe she's just too much like me with the neuroticness. You think? <laughs> You're mean. Speaking of projecting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> I think it's her shtick. Yeah. Although I kind of think that's just how her personality is. Yeah. But it makes for a funny scene in a movie. It does. It's very funny. I support you. I affirm your choice. <laughs> Thank you. Was that your last mm-hmm. movie? Can we go back real quick and talk about nope. Charlie's Angels Full Throttle? I went on for a really long time, by the way. Sorry about that. You yes. didn't. I loved it. Let's talk about Full Throttle. Demi Moore makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> me too. It's the, I think she licks something me at some too. point. <laughs> I wonder if anybody listens to this podcast and ever catches the 9 million movie quotes <laughs> and references that go by. Like, <laughs> Me Too is the Brady Bunch movie or a Very Brady sequel. I have a proposition for you. We just quoted Superstar. I want you to go through an episode and write down as many as you can and send it to us. And Last we'll week, give you a prize. In the year 2000, we did, uh, you can say, from Chicago. Like, they're the most random, tiny references. <laughs> but this is how we talk to each other in right. life. <laughs> Anyways, yes, why is she riding on top of that car? Remember I that? don't remember it was that. Like, what is Like, she's in a parade. No, like, she's chasing somebody. I don't know. It probably says more about me than it says about her. Like, Remember all that stuff I said about being in church all the time? <laughs> a bikini makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's all. No, that I liked. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> but you're okay with Cameron Diaz being in one? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Feminist brain meltdown. <laughs> I'm pro-women in bikinis, I guess. I don't know. So is there something about Nami Moore you don't like? It's underlying. I think it's just the way she acts in the movie. She uh, acts yeah. very predatory. I, it, has, yes. it has nothing to do with which gender anyone prefers. It's the way that she acts like a creep. She She's talks creep. in like a very unnaturally low voice. Yeah. It's like, leave those poor people alone to me more. Like mm-hmm. you're making them uncomfortable. <laughs> and me. <laughs> Mostly me though. <laughs> because I'm from the Midwest. Oh, that's funny. <sighs> Anything else? Anything else? <laughs> I love the way you say that like we're making a grocery list. Are you done? <laughs> I am done. Is there anything else? Do you want me to get kumquats? <laughs> How about some rutabaga? Mm-mm. Stop naming quirky fruits, Lindsay. How about... <laughs> I said no. Star fruit. Um, I feel like you've told a lot of movie stories. Oh. Did you oh. have another one? Let's see. Oh, we didn't talk about our movie crush. Oh. Did you have one from this year? I know. Was it Ewan McGregor from Young Be- Fiosh? Yeah. Yeah. You guess what mine was? Stop making me guess. Or things. Colin Firth. Oh yes. Um. Was it Charlie's Theron from Monster? <laughs> it was. Wait, more, wait, no. Oh, you're wait. already. Wait. <laughs> it's like you drinking this, my water. This is what, <laughs> yesterday I went to drink a bottle of water that I thought was mine, and when it was a micro. <laughs> inch that's not a measurement when it was a milligram away from my lips Lindsay went where did you get that <laughs> because she had strep throat anyway it was wolverine from x-men 2 of course <laughs> even though i didn't like x-men 2 <gasps> what like put your phone down what are you doing he was turning a message that was very pertinent oh that's okay was it about your children no it was about our dinner later oh oh i just want to make sure we got back to oh anyways I- it was our dinner with Jay Kenworthy. Yay. Oh, I'm going to say iced tea. Anything. So let's talk about why you don't like X-Men 2. 
Now I'm thinking I'm thinking of the wrong one. X-Men 2 is the one where they all have to team up, where the Brotherhood and the X-Men have to... Un- <laughs> You're zoning out. You're zoning out. <laughs> Middle oh, distance. It's the one where they really zoom in on the Wolverine Jean Grey plot. And it's got some really great stuff with Iceman. Is that the one with the Phoenix thing at the end? Yes. Oh, I like that one. Yeah. Whoopsies. I love that movie. Whoopsie doodles. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. We have to talk about, so earlier, I don't remember how the conversation got started, but you mentioned the name of a book. Tell them what it, the book was. Um, the Necronomicon? Yes. And I said, <laughs> is that the book from the Evil Dead? And then what did you say? <laughs> I don't remember. Yes, you do. No, I really don't. What is it? Oh, I said, well, I wouldn't have thought that it was funny. To me, it was just like, no nonsense. Right. Because I said the Necronomicon, and you were like, what's that? And I said, it's a book made of human flesh written in blood. <laughs> and you thought that was really funny for some reason. <laughs> because it was so non- no nonsense the way that you said it. That's why it was funny. Um, it's a book made of human flesh written in blood. <laughs> you know, it's a book made of human flesh written in blood. And I was just like... Your jaw dropped. <laughs> we were like, what's the Well, and we were joking because we're going to dinner at a friend's house tonight. And I was talking about how I have, like, nervous people Tourette's. Like, when I go to people's houses that I respect or love. Like, I'm always afraid I'm going to do something really bad or wrong immediately. And so I was joking about bringing the wrong gift. And I said, like, oh, yeah. I said, like, a houseplant in the Necronomicon. <laughs> I was like, a book. And you said, the Necronomicon. Because <laughs> that would be the worst thing to bring. It would be very bad. They would be like, what is this, you And sicko? you'd just be like, matter-of-factly, it's bound in human flesh, written in blood. <laughs> Did you not like that? Is that bad? Is this a bad gift? Does that book have an eye? Yeah, it has, like, a face, kind of. The was... book with the eye that you're that's thinking of. That's Pocus. Yeah, that's, you really Whoa! hate <laughs> You would hate that book. It traumatized you as a child. Really do. You do not like magic books. <laughs> I don't know. I think I could like the number. No. I could like the Necronomicon. No, no, don't say that. Why? I don't know. Will something happen? Is it know. real? <laughs> I know what you're thinking. I'm nervous. No, no, don't say that. It's not Bloody Mary. Like, I don't know don't what say you're that. thinking. <laughs> we all have our things. Listen. Things we can't say. <laughs> Don't say Freddy Candyman. Cr- <laughs> no. You were serious about not saying Candyman. Oh, back I'm in the still day. serious. You said it twice now. Do you realize? Please that? don't do it again. <laughs> Remember Things not to say the podcast. Remember when we watched that and then we were like <laughs> bitches of each other. I thought that was Scream. It was. It was like everything we watched. We watched too many scary movies. Not suspicious, but just like... Remember when I learned how to play the theme on the piano and you got really mad at me? (laughs) Please stop. (laughs) We'd start playing it. And you would be like, knock it off. (laughs) Oh, that movie is... We we had no business watching that. We were like 13. That was bad news bears. It really was. (laughs) We were like terrified for the rest of the night. (laughs) We don't understand. And you had that that big mirror on the bathroom door and the bathroom door was always like open my bathroom was all uh, mirrors i know because my mom likes the distribution of light so i would like close my eyes just to go to the bathroom <laughs> in my house full of creepy paintings anyway my grandmother it's basically slytherin house <laughs> 
and I'm pretty sure I saw a ghost in your hallway. Oh, no. I'm pretty sure. Are you being serious? Yes. No. Okay, that's what I thought. No. You were saying it in such... <laughs> but did you, though? <laughs> I think I was just really creeped out. You were seeing things. Your mind plays tricks on you. You play tricks back. You play tricks back. Anyway. Well, that was a delightful little sidebar. <laughs> you have zero listeners. <laughs> you have negative 25 listeners. <laughs> That's not even possible. You never pressed record. <laughs> <laughs> this was all a waste. <sighs> this was really fun. This was really fun. I love talking about movies with you. Me too. I can't wait to do it again in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Let's pretend that's not going to happen, though. In a week, quotation marks. <laughs> Tomorrow morning. <laughs> if you have enjoyed any part of this podcast, please visit moviethierpodcast at gmail.com. Please like, rate, or review us on any service that you use to listen to us. <laughs> the reviewing is especially important. We hate to peer pressure you, but do it. We need it. Or else we won't be friends. <laughs> do it or you're not cool. I can't wait, because you won't rate like a review. <laughs> Did you like that? I think that was the original lyrics. It was. Sometimes I don't speak right. <laughs> <laughs> you looked baffled. It was just waiting. What's happening? But really, um, come find us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. That's where we're most active. Um <laughs> We've been a little bit less active than we would like to be because I, Audrey Brown, have been traveling. We've been getting new equipment. We've had technical difficulties. Yeah. We're getting back on track, so and stick with us. We really want to start doing mini-sodes. So yeah, so... Send us movie stories and we'll read them on the, quote, air. I don't know if that's a thing with podcasting. I've been saying that, so... We'll, we'll read them on the air. On and out. We'll read the ears, mini-sodes. I'll, I'll edit that out. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Yep. Thank you. We'll see you in 2004. Yay. So think about that. I ruined it. <laughs> <laughs> and we're done. <laughs>